At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the chef, I'm the genie of the lamp. Smoke that joint. What up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. What's going down, peeps? Let's smoke it up. Here we go. Get this rolling for the crew. What's everybody smoking on? Got my dab packed up here. Let's get it. Hold on. Let's do it like we need to do it with some Rick James to start it up. Just tie down. She likes to spread a love. 
got some rips to talk everyone smoking on who's in here with us right now <coughs> Whew. that was a fat dab fat dab so i'm working on this i recorded the wide receiver video um we did that on uh, on tuesday <coughs> trying to work my way through the editing process i got all the videos and stuff now i just got to kind of uh Got to condense them down. Get a few few clips of every uh, <coughs> a few clips of every um, what's it called of every guy out there, every wide receiver. And then um, I also one of the one of the pieces of feedback that Bake says is uh, maybe changing up the song for those highlights. So now I think I got like five or six songs from this uh, royalty free uh, website. Or no, it's not royalty free. It's like licensing. Um, it's licensed uh, music, and I think I got like I don't know, maybe like five, six, or seven songs, something like that. So we should be able to put together nice little video. Tino in the house. What up, brother? Smoking it up here. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I finally was able to put this dabbing out sticker to use when i was at champs last year with uh with our homie bees barbarians um from wafers he uh he just liked this sticker spot um and i was just looking for things to like i don't know just like really grab and then he's like hey man i'm getting you this dabbing out sticker <laughs> he's like it suits you I'm like hell yeah it does <laughs> and it's been sitting fucking sitting down um I don't even know how long. I think it was last July that uh, that that champ show was. So just sitting, chilling this whole time, waiting for the perfect thing to get stuck on this new Dr. Dabber switch. And let's do more dabs. Let's get it. Hold on, that was whack. I didn't even have the volume all the way up. All right, all right, all right. Fire up. Let's get it. Let 
baby. <laughs> Tino said, I'm a hunting box. Uh, that's like four feet wide with over a thousand stickers in it. On it, it said I used to work uh, at Zoomies. Nice. Yeah, I've never been like a sticker person. <clears throat> like I've had them, I've collected them, but like I know that there's people who, you know, when we're at school, <coughs> for example, <coughs> and like I don't know, I didn't really put shit on like <coughs> my folders or binders or anything. I was never really my thing <coughs> but then you'd have that friend <coughs> who they have a folder and it's like literally front and back <laughs> front and back cover are like all stickers and uh so yeah i've just i've never been uh i've never been that type of like sticker person but that's fucking dope <laughs> a four foot what <coughs> a four foot wide hunting box with thousand stickers in it they're on it on it Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <coughs> oh, woo. Man, these dabs are getting me. <coughs> Fuck. Oh, all right. I wonder if we have any combine stuff yet oh it starts today yeah start oh no no beginning february 27th here's the day-to-day -day schedule okay so let's go see let's go see what this sketchy for the uh for the combine is okay so Combine runs from February 27th to March 3rd. And I remember, I remember what, what the 29th was. They're not showing anything on TV until today. No, there's no live coverage or anything until today. Um, let's see. Looks like today, uh, covering defensive linemen and linebackers. Tomorrow is covering DBs and tight ends. Uh, Saturday is covering quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. And Sunday is uh, covering offensive linemen. Okay. 321 uh, prospects were invited. The notable drills. We've got the 40-yard dash. We've got the bench press, the vertical jump, the broad jump, the three-cone drill, the 20-yard shuttle, and the 60-yard shuttle. So I don't think we're we're not going to be watching any live coverage of the of the combine like I'd rather just watch the condensed version and like today for example it goes from let's see 3 p.m. Eastern so what's that two and a half hours from now start time goes for 5 hours and like there's a lot of like bullshit downtime in those five hours. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll watch, we'll watch some highlights tomorrow. That's what, that's what we'll do. We'll just uh, rewatch some of the highlights. Some of the guys that we talked about in the IDP videos. Let's see if you guys haven't seen those videos. I suggest go check them out like right now. Cause we know things are going to change at the, uh, 
we know things always change at the combine. Let's see. Here's the rookie DL video. And then rookie DB. And then rookie LB. There we go. Johnny in the house. What up, Johnny? All right. There we go. Just shared all the... Uh, just shared everything there. Yeah, and what I'm looking at right now, I even need to... Uh, Need to change, change some things up here. I don't even have the, uh, I don't even have the NFL, the NFL like rookie videos like showcased on the homepage. Need to get that going. All right, there we go. Let's smoke it up, Johnny. What are you smoking on over there? Gonna pack another dab. In my uh, in my Twitch here, uh, Switch, not Twitch. In my Switch, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna talk some uh, running backs and tight ends. I'm just gonna knock them both out like today, so at least I can get the I can get the info recorded, and then I can you know kind of kind of do those videos over the next like couple days. Jamie in the house. What up, homie? We didn't get into the rookie talk yet. Um, I posted, I, hopefully you can see the links that I posted over there, but I, I posted all the rookie videos that we've done so far. Um, we've done uh, QBs. That's probably, that's the video that I put like more time, like into like editing and stuff and highlight clips and things like that. And then, um, and then we got uh, all the IDP positions as well. I feel a little bit bad that I didn't like edit those ones up. Like the IDP videos should have like been edited up. Like I did the, uh, the QB videos. It's just, it's tough. Had to, I had to find the rhythm and there's going to be more rookie IDP videos to come. So just be on the lookout for more IDP videos, guys. I feel, uh, <laughs> I feel bad that the IDP videos are like kind of boring. Um, Cause yeah, I know it's it's good content that we all want, and uh, I should have went a little bit harder on the edits, like for those to mix in the uh, mix in the highlights and like shit like that. Gandhi, what up, Gandhi? And uh, shout out to Toker on uh, shout out to Toker on Rumble. I'll read out your uh, your comment here in a second. So let's see what Gandhi say said. Interesting offer. I send Caleb, Ayuk, and Kelsey. I receive Kyler and Chase. Thoughts? Hate it. Horrible. No. Just hit thumbs down. Hit reject on that like right away. Don't even entertain offers like that. Why would Caleb be like a throw-in piece? Like I understand that Chase is like way better than Ayuk, but 
Caleb William, Caleb is being treated as a throw-in or Kelsey, like one of the two. Either way, I don't like it. And uh, Johnny said, Pal- what is this? Palisade Poison, 25.5. Uh, sativa. Um, Durbin from some Durbin. Okay. And Toker said, Jaden Daniels meeting with the Saints at the Combine. I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, Caleb, okay, for example. <laughs> it's funny how, you know, the random news that we get from him is like, oh, I want part ownership stake and all oh, like i'll go back to uh i'll go back to um sc if the bears draft me and all that kind of bullshit i always told i've always tried to tell everyone who fucks with us like don't even pay attention to that kind of stuff because it's fucking fake like <coughs> he didn't fucking post that on his ig he didn't post that on his twitter like these are people who are making clickbait fucking articles about um things like that because caleb is said he's excited to meet with the bears <laughs> excited to meet with the bears at the combine you know and like so just don't put any fucking weight into like any of that bullshit okay <laughs> like don't buy or sell someone based on like the stupid clickbaity fucking you know articles that we may see over these next couple weeks um i personally don't even like drafting the rookies until after the nfl draft so our drafts like literally happen like that week like some will start on monday there'll be some that start on tuesday and you know all that kind of stuff and um it's just one of those things to where People who are trading rookies like right now, just like Gandhi was talking about, and that's why I even kind of brought this up, is don't, especially someone like Caleb, like I'm not trading Caleb like right now. Why would you even entertain that if you have it? If you have the 101, I would still not entertain that right now unless I'm getting ultra, ultra like (coughs) elite value for that pick or Caleb himself, like any of that, like. I feel like right now people make trades where they shoot themselves in the foot and they don't get the value that they would get if they just waited a month or two months or three months. Like, I don't think Caleb's value is going to go down. And um, yeah, it's crazy because even in this, um, even in the startup draft that we're doing where we draft the rookie picks, I think I have five rookie picks in between the 108 and the two, three or six. Like it wouldn't, no, I think it's five. Yeah, five total. I have three first round picks and then two second round picks. And like now, like this is one of those ones where you have to draft your picks, um, your draft, your draft picks. So there could be people who end up with zero like draft picks. These draft picks are going to be so valuable that I took draft picks knowing that I'll give myself an amazing chance to trade um, bef- like right before the draft. And get very, very established players. Like that could happen. Um, Or I take these guys who are just projected like off the hook, you know, these QBs and these wide receivers. I mean, shit. Some of them will fall into the second round because someone's going to draft Brock Bowers in the first round, more than likely. We may get a running back drafted in the first round, even though they probably don't deserve it. And Tino said, would you trade Caleb for Mahomes straight up? 
Yes. If I'm getting Mahomes, yes. <laughs> we know what we got in Mahomes. Caleb, still question marks. I mean, best QB prospect ever. Like, I'll say that. Like, I mean, he is, right? Like, best fucking QB prospect like ever probably you know who was the who was the last best one was like Trevor and then it was like fuck luck you, you know you go back there when he, they said he was like the best of the best like prospect like ever um and Caleb is like the best of the best prospect like ever now Tino said Mahomes ain't shit <laughs> um if if someone is gonna trade me Mahomes straight up for the 101, because that's what we're probably talking about right now. Mahomes for the 101 straight up, I'd probably do it. I wouldn't want to get greedy and let that and let that person change his mind. Derek, salute. What up? Yep, Neil said, yep, it's all a smoke screen. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Jamie said, I made a trade the other day, got uh Kyle Pitts giving up Godwin in the 406. Yeah. I guess I'm not super excited about Pitts. I'm not super excited about Godwin or the 406, like either. So, I mean, that, you know, if you have a tight end spot in your league and it's not like the dynasties that we play in where it's just like a, a tight end flex or a flex that you can play a tight end in, even though it's tight end premium, I'm okay with that. Let's see. Yeah, Johnny said second round picks are good this year. <laughs> yes and like the first couple are always like eh, you know like i would say always in every single draft the top three to five picks are going to be elite like three to five but that's probably it where they're like elite you know value elite prospects that you could draft like right there but then everything the 106 and beyond is like you're you're starting in crapshoot, you know, territory. Like maybe this year is a little bit better because there's going to be more QBs drafted in the top two rounds than we may have, I don't know, ever seen ever. <laughs> maybe more first round QBs than we've seen ever this year. Um, the wide receivers. I don't know what's the most wide receivers that we've ever seen drafted in a season in the in the first round of an NFL draft. Can somebody do some research on that? Go search what's the most amount of uh, wide receivers drafted in the first round of an NFL draft, because we, we may get that. It may be tied. Um, it, it may be beaten um, this year. Cause I mean, shit, I think there was, when we went through the wide receiver video, what was there? Seven wide receivers. I think that were projected to get um, to go in the, in the first round. That's a lot. That's a huge percentage of the the crop of first round players okay there we go derek said 2004 saw seven wide receivers go in the first round um oh a labyrinth of trades huh but larry fitzgerald roy williams reggie williams okay lee evans michael clayton michael jenkins rashad woods were all off the board after pick 20 uh after pick 32 and um, what's crazy about that is like not a lot of superstars. <laughs> like the only super superstar on that on that list is Larry Fitz. Is Larry Fitz, and then we got a lot of like decent like other guys besides that for sure. I mean, a lot of decent decent guys. I mean, a lot of 
upper echelon guys, but not elite. Like, not elite. And, uh, <laughs> Derek said, ain't no probably. I couldn't hit it except fast enough. There we go. Jamie said, I think Caleb will be closer to Lawrence or Herbert than Mahomes. Probably. I mean, it, Mahomes is not just Mahomes because of his skill set, and that's it. Like, it's not just because of that. It's the system that he's in. He actually got to sit for a year. Like, that's so valuable. Like, to be able to sit for a year behind a QB who, what? how long was Alex Smith in the NFL at that point? Like, eight or nine years? Like, he was in there, and he got to learn things that he didn't know, like, from Alex Smith that, like, totally like helped his game. So yeah, I mean, Mahomes is kind of just like a unicorn with like the way that everything worked out for him. Like it really, it really is. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's a perfect situation because their offense, you know, their pieces kind of suck like right now, but shit with all these wide receivers (laughs) that are there um, this year, be crazy. Gandhi's an interesting thing for the input fellas. I just think I think I just have Kyler and Caleb closer than most. I mean, maybe, maybe, but the one thing that I will say and that I need to remind everybody, and you know, if you don't want to remember this when you're trading with me personally, like that's fine. You are making a trade and making a sale, you know, because a trade is a sale. You know, that's the way it should be looked at. It's a transaction that you have to convince someone else to take. So that is a sale of some kind. You do, you should not trade, like trade, you should not trade your players away for the value that you put on those players. You should be trading away based on the value of the person you're trading to. Like it's literally like trading should be like, like pawn stars. Like it is for me, like all start low, but it it can't be too low. Cause you might just like lose everything like right off the bat and like, can't be too high, you know? Cause like might just lose everything like right off the bat. So it's just, there's so many different ways, but, it's it's a negotiation and you should be negotiating based on what the other person thinks and i'm sure that most people <laughs> like if you're crazy enough to make dynasty rankings like most people have Caleb as like a top 10 guy or top 12 guy like already which is like super insane to me let's even see what he's on like keep trade cut like right now Cause that's what a lot of people use, even though I tell them that keep trade cut is so stupid. Let's see. Yeah, they have Caleb as QB eight right now. The only QBs, <laughs> Josh Allen number one, Mahomes number two, Stroud number three, Lamar number four, Hertz, Herbert, Burrow, Caleb. <laughs> that's keep trade cuts uh top eight um qbs so that's all i'm saying is like that is the way that most people i think are perceiving caleb right now especially if you're crazy like rookie fuck um i mean even here though i mean they have kyler as qb 11 so um like I'm sure that these kind of leagues that um, that they're ranking for are probably the super vanilla, you know, scoring 
um, 25 yards per point for passing yards, four point touchdowns. So the rushing QBs are just automatically just graded higher. I mean, shit, they had Lamar number four and um, yeah, like it, it's crazy. It's crazy. But that is the value like right now on Caleb. So no, I think if you're just like trading like three for two and you're trading Caleb, who's like the highest like projected guy, you know, in that trade. Nah. And Gandhi said, how much of a boost does Kyler get of AZ drafts Marvin Harrison Jr.? I mean, see, the thing is that ain't happening until April. So you can't his his value does not change for me until that happens. And when it happens, yeah, sure, he'll get a boost. But what if Caleb goes to a place that I see? And I don't even want to put like random names on it, you know, because like who knows what the fuck is going to happen? What if he just goes to the Bears, you know, like. DJ Moore, what if they go out and get a wide receiver as well? Like, who the fuck knows? But either way, Caleb, I'm sure, going into the season will be valued higher than Kyler, even if they get Marvin Harrison Jr. Because I'm going off of value. I'm not going off of who I like more. I'm I'm trading based on the value of the of the fantasy market. Yeah, see, Derek said they got Caleb high as hell. Tino said, damn, QB8, that's, uh, he said, that's the cut line. Caleb better not uh, be a bust. And to see, and that's why I'm saying for fantasy football, I'm not talking the NFL, for fantasy football, like even Trevor Lawrence for fantasy football was like, a, has pretty much been a bust for these top, like for these first like three years, like so far. I think it is going to be very, very easy for Caleb to bust because QB eight already like his QB value is probably going to raise by the time you fucking, by the time that the draft, the NFL draft happens, he's probably going to be QB six or seven, you know, at that point, like, I'm just like, he's going to keep going up. Like he can only come back down to earth. Like there is no, like, if he makes it to the top five in like, you know, just any kind of rankings out there that should be taking any kind of like serious, you know, like I, sh I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what the fuck to say. <laughs> and said, see, I told you, fuck D-Law, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Jamie said, if it was a single QB league, I'd probably take the rushing upside of Jaden Daniels over Caleb, but super flex, I'd play it safe with Caleb. And see... For me, it's going to be all, if I'm not drafting until after the draft, their landing spots are going to make such a huge difference for me, such a huge difference for me. And like one example that I can like give, um, at least from like recent years where I took a hard stance on like, you know, the top picks in the draft, it was, uh, the Brees Hall, um, Brees Hall, Ken Walker. Like years, pretty much like those guys were like the top running backs. Can't even remember what year it was, so I can't remember what uh, QBs were in the mix off the top of my head. You guys can help me out um, in the chat. But um, I took the hard stance. Like, I want Ken Walker. The situation was just better in my eyes in Seattle and take the injuries away and like all that kind of shit. You know, that doesn't even matter. But I felt because. 
Ken Walker, <laughs> you could get him later. And I liked him more that I was willing to drop in the draft. I did it in a couple spots where I was able to drop two or three spots for someone who wanted to go get Brees Hall or at least, you know, have the opportunity to potentially get Brees Hall. He pretty much went one-on-one in all the leagues. So, I mean, it was, uh, was kind of tough to even potentially, you know, get Brees Hall. But um, that's what I feel like this year with these QBs, at least from what I'm seeing already. I mean, there's three Q, there's two QBs that are projected to go top five. There's another QB that's projected to go top 10. And then multiple QBs projected to go mid first. And then multiple QBs projected to go late first. So then I think landing spot is going to mean everything for these guys specifically because it's all going to be split in hairs. All these guys are hella talented. Um, and yeah, it's going to be the same way with the wide receivers, same way with the wide receivers this year, like landing spot is going to be so not like it never, not, not like it wasn't ever important, but this year there's so much talent that yeah, landing spot is going to be insanely huge for these, um, QBs and wide receivers and path to starting is, um, is going to be very, very important, um, this year. It's important every year. But the path to starting could make the difference um, between you winning a dynasty championship in year one of the startup or not. Sunshine. <laughs> Uh-oh. What up, Bakes? He said, uh, Twitch is being a little bitch. Where's the funk? <laughs> gotta have that funk and bake said what happened to t-law no nothing happened to t-law we were just talking i was talking about caleb and talking about how they have um keep trade cut has him ranked as qb number eight like right now and i'm just saying like he's like the likelihood of him busting because of how high he's being like rated and projected and everything right now in the fantasy world that's what i'm talking the fantasy uh world is that um yeah like Caleb could bust like he's more than more likely to bust than not because of how the expectations in the fantasy world on him right now and then I compared him to T-Law who was the best prospect ever you know at that time and pretty much been a bust by that kind of like standard um you know for the first 3 years then I brought up Andrew Luck like he was another one he, Andrew Luck wasn't a bust but I just brought up like before T-Law he was like the net, like the best QB prospect like ever like at the time um and so yeah now Caleb is the best prospect ever and that's getting crazy and Tino said all the QBs are going to bad teams uh, <laughs> it's how it works yeah CJ Stroud's extremely rare for sure for sure. I mean, um, Justin Herbert, you know, with the Chargers. Like, I mean, that was a real crazy year. It was a real crazy year. Um, caught everybody by storm, though. You know, like, even next year with C.J. Stroud, like, they're going to have hella tape, like, on him now. Like, that's what's nuts is, like, so for, like, he was QB3 on keep trade cuts, um, QB rankings for Dynasty. Someone who's also extremely likely to bust <coughs> if you're getting up <coughs> in a startup. <coughs> you gotta drop <coughs> take him that up. I know. 
<coughs> if we're treating this, you know, like the stock market, <coughs> buy low, sell high. <coughs> Woo. CJ Stroud is like the ultimate, <coughs> like sell high right now. Because his value can only drop. <coughs> Not saying he can't live up to that value. <coughs> but if you draft him in the startup right now and you got to get him <coughs> as a top five QB, <coughs> it's going to be tough. <coughs> Damn it, that one got me. Big tons in the house. What up, big tons? Let me see where in our 420 crew startup. Let's see. And Derek saluting big tons. See where CJ Stroud went. CJ Stroud in this new startup that we just started. I'm talking about the 420 crew startup. It's the, the number 25 WWF dynasty. He went 104 right behind Mahomes, Allen, and Hertz. And then Stroud went next. And uh, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, Joey B went at the 106. Herbert, um, he went at the 111. And Lamar Jackson went at the 112. And then we had some, then we had Chase, Jefferson, CD Lamb, Amon Ra, and CMC. Like that's how the first, that's how the first round rounded out. Derek, so you need to check out our draft house. Let me pull it up here for you guys. And Bake said, yeah, T-Law's a good comp to Caleb, Drake May, maybe Mighty Joe Young, and Daniels. Uh, Big-ass Kyler Murray. Yeah, see what, I mean, see even like Daniels, would that be more of like the Anthony Richardson? Like, does he get that comp now? Because, I mean, Anthony Richardson, hella hyped. Hella hyped. And I was not, like, extra hyped, like, on him because of that. All right. All right, let me pull this up here. Okay. Let me see. Let's zoom it in a little bit. Hassan, what up? He said, happy leap day. Hell yeah. We're leaping to more smoking. It's what we're doing. And Tino said, AR-15, going to be interesting next season. He was good, got hurt. Can he stay healthy with that play style, though? I mean, shit, he got hurt twice, right? Like, he got hurt once, missed a game or two, and then came back and then got hurt again. And, you know, it was, the, I don't even remember what the fuck his injury was. I remember the first time it was El Concusto. Um, he got like hit as he was scoring a touchdown and got pushed and like completely whiplashed his fucking neck back onto the, um, 
I don't need, I don't remember if it was turf. I cannot remember where they were at, but um, that was uh, that was the first time. I don't even does anyone even remember what was his injury that put him out for the year? Tino said, "I'll never draft AR fifteen, Lamar, or Josh Allen. They scare me. They put it on the line too much." Amen. Get it. Uh, Chaotic's about to auto draft. She's got an hour. I'll message her real quick though. All right. Ooh, nice. Hassan said uh, AEW Revolution coming up in the next three days. Uh, left is if, uh, if Sting's retiring. Oh, man. And he said, guess what? Final Fantasy VII Remake Game Day. Nice. Hey, Big Ten said, I plan on being around more this year. Whoop, whoop. Not traveling as much this year for sure. Dope. All right. Sounds good. And we're going to see you in August again, bro. We're going to see you in August again. Tina said, Addison about to be <laughs> be on the bench next season. Tony Pasta on the cutting block. Sheesh. Yeah, it's getting, uh, you know, we, the, this is the time where we get hella releases because not a lot of people are going to be picking up guys like that. They don't want their, uh, you know, they don't want to pay them on, you know, the certain uh, certain contracts and the reason why these guys are being released. Then potentially they get re-signed. Potentially they get re-signed. And uh, Derek said, don't forget to check out the teams, bro. We're looking right now. We're looking. Big Ten said, I'm, uh, I'm hoping. Still got to look at my schedule. All right. Tino said, Barkley might uh, sit out. Meh. We'll see. He said this draft is way too early. This is the fun stuff. This is the fun stuff, Tino, because like this is a little bit of part of gambling, you know, like, I mean, there's a $30, this is $30 buy-in. It's a super flex IDP, um, pay, uh, buy-in and payouts are through league safe. Um, it's the new, um, it's the new line of hustler leagues that I got going here. And, uh, Tino said, cousin's not even on a team yet. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> we know he will be on a team. <laughs> and Big Ten said, any more drafts this week? So they're all slow drafts, four-hour clocks. And uh, But um, there should be some other drafts starting. Um, so we have, there is um, an offense only. It's an 87 uh, buy-in. That's one of the 420 crew ones. Those ones... You know, sorry to say they are going to be a little bit more fun than these other ones because we draft the rookie picks and there's just a little bit more like into it. Like there's certain experiences that I'm keeping saved for the 420 crew. And then, um, you know, certain things that'll make things move a little bit quicker over here. So let's uh, let's look at the first round and then we'll read off Derek's team. So we got Josh Allen first, then Mahomes, CMC, damn, JPZ. Going three running backs off the bat. Very ballsy. Very ballsy. He's in multiple leagues with us, so he knows the um he, he knows these formats for sure. Um <laughs> Victor is everybody's favorite drafter right now. Um Justin Jefferson, and then we got Herbert at 105, CD at 106, Amon Ra 107. Whoa, Debo at 108. Oh, he took Brock Purdy. Okay, so he the job is probably a 49ers fan. 
if uh, if I got a guest. <laughs> Derek said Vic's the worst. <laughs> Blazing Phoenix, Tyree Kill. Uh, Song takes CJ Stroud at the 110. Derek took Hurts at the 111. Insane that Jalen Hurts dropped to the 111. And even more insane that Derek got Joe Burrow with the 2 2. <laughs> insane insane so i'd say salute for that start derek salute for that start and uh <laughs> derek so that's why i said check me out <clears throat> ar15 i probably wouldn't have went in that direction i probably would have went somewhere else with that pick but not a bad pick not a bad pick um chris olave at the 411 um kind of crazy that he fell that far i think in the other yeah in the other league i damn i think i might have taken him at the end of the third round let me go see let me go see yeah i took chris olave at the 311 <laughs> in uh in ours um so yeah, I mean, salute to you for that one. Uh, there's a lot of running backs that went here. Like a lot, a lot of running backs went like crazy in this one um, versus our other one. Um, we there was more wide receivers and more QBs. Like the running backs didn't like really start going. Um, so then Ayuk, Drake London, Michael Pittman, Swift, Kamara. Damn, I mean that's super late for um, for Amari Cooper and Deontay Johnson. Um, and what are they? The sick five and six wide receivers. So those are like really good, like flex spots there. Uh, I mean, obviously your running backs are the weakest uh, spot, at least so far, but still not that bad. And then Jalen Warren, uh, Roshan and Ford. I mean, that's decent depth right there. Let's see, though, how I feel about these IDPs. So you waited until round 13 to start the IDPs. Respect. Because, um, yeah, I mean, your your offense is very, very nice. Very, very nice. Um, but you held out, though, on IDP. So let's see how it uh, shapes out here. Um, Quincy, like that. A little bit older, though. A little bit older. Um, Spillane, yeah, I mean, he's solid. He's solid. He's solid. I wouldn't really want him as, like, my number two. But then I see you got Joker later, and it's crazy because Joker <coughs> – I noticed it today when I was going through the um, I was going through the what's it called the um, the ADP and just going and like starring people. Yeah, I try to do that like once a day um, with uh, with the league that we're drafting in right now. Is to make sure that I don't uh, miss anything. Uh, Jamie said, "Where'd Roshan go?" Fourteen eleven. And Joker is pretty low, like on that list. Like it's insane how low he is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that I get a lot of Joker because of that. Um, Khalil Mack in the 19-2. I mean, I don't know. I, he's probably never even going to start for you. <laughs> Cam Bynum, nice medalist, nice. The Landman can. I mean, Landman's. Uh, we'll see. I don't even know if he's going to start or not. Um, the. For the IDPs, this time does kind of suck because guys like Landman, where he was starting at one point, it was because of injury, you know, though. So that's just something that we got to remember. Jermaine Pratt, I mean, he should be starting, but old, oldie but a goodie. Um, Jonathan Grenard, you know, solid enough. Uh, Kate Otten, Stevenson, solid. Um, Demarcus Robinson, solid. He's staying with the Rams, he said. 
um, a Conquo, McFadden, a Debo, a Dabo, a Debo. He's solid. And uh, Jake Browning. There you go. Got Joey B's backup. This is, this is solid, man. This team is really good. This team is really good. Like, I don't want to inflate your ego or anything, Derek. So um, I'll just say it's all right. The team's all right. <laughs> the team's all right. Yeah, it's fire, though. I mean, yeah, the uh, the QBs and the wide receivers. I mean, that's, you know, for Dynasty, we're always preaching. Like, you got to be solid, like, at those. And, like, <laughs> you accomplish that for sure. You got six, like, solid, solid, like, wide receivers. You don't have any that I would consider, you know, the elite echelon. But, like, you waited until the 411 and you still came out with, like, six dope um, six dope wide receivers. Yeah, and Derek said, and I got the 102 pick for the rookies, too. Man, and seeing even something like that, like, fuck. Like, I mean, that's a Caleb or a Marvin Harrison Jr. You know, one of the two just depends on whichever way someone is going to go with that with what you have. I'd almost be willing to move that. I'd almost be willing to move it. It's not like you have like Hertz and burrow. I mean, that's such a solid, like one and two, like, yeah, if guys, guys get hurt, you know, you will need to have, you know, guys to put in there, but, um, AR 15 really nice as like a number three. And, that 102, you might even be able to turn into a quarterback. <laughs> might even be able to turn that into a quarterback, like trading-wise. Um, if someone wants Marvin Harrison Jr., like that's a little bit different. It's like you got to figure out, like if you can figure out what that person wants with that pick, you can, you can specifically like make this trade about you know, whatever the hell they're trying to get. Cause like, if they're trying to get a wide receiver, like I'd be looking to get a wide receiver from them. Maybe it's not their number one, but shit, if I can get their number two and their number two is pretty solid. Um, plus other things. Cause it's definitely going to be that I wouldn't even trade the one Oh two. I wouldn't trade the one Oh one through the one Oh five for a one one to one like straight up like I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't even do that. Like those picks are so valuable like right now it, it you got to give me multiple things before I even uh before I even contemplate you know doing something like that. Crispy said the team sucks. <laughs> what up, Crispy? <laughs> and Crispy said it doesn't matter what their name is. <coughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. <coughs> <coughs> Tino said, if Lamar stays healthy, I like the beast <coughs> team. <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, that team was pretty solid. <coughs> Woo! Yeah, you can make a really solid team if you got one of the bookend spots. I mean, you still got to do it right, but... <coughs> Tino said trade down to the 103 and grab Bowers, Derek. Man... It always sounds nice. <laughs> it's so rare that I think you find someone who's like, 
yeah, I'm going to pay to move up like one or two spots. Maybe in the startup, if there's like something like, you know, like very early, you know, in the draft or something like that. Because <sighs> I, I wish I could do that like so much. All right. Big Ten said he made a bad trade in the seven today, I think. Well, he definitely made a trade. Let's see if people think that it's bad or not. Oh, I, I processed this trade and I didn't even notice one of my draft picks was in the mix. Okay, so. Let's see, this is with Bakes. Okay, so. Side A, we'll say is Bakes a lot, who got Garrett Wilson and the 112, which was my pick, and that was one of the, the picks that I traded to get uh, CMC from Big Tons last year to help lead me to a championship. Let's go. And Big Tons received Quincy Williams, Drake London, and the 107. I'm not mad at that. Like, this is, this is a pretty even trade. Um, you moved up in the first round. You have a very, very, very similar like caliber of wide receiver. And yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Like, I'm not mad at this. Uh, and Grisby said that trade sucks. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, Derek said uh, Bowers is more like a 107. Maybe because, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's what's crazy is, like, there's a lot that's going to happen over, I mean, the comp people's value are going to change literally just from the combine. Um. And yeah, I mean, especially in ours with like tight end premium. I mean, shit. Bowers is going to go pretty high. Giants said, I recommend the Palace, uh, Palisade Poison Strain. Said it has that Durban smell, taste, and energy, but it's also uh, way more stony and laid back. Nice. Nice. Tino said, I won't, I want. I guarantee at Bowers, I think your wide receivers and QBs are solid, but sketchy tight ends. Oh, so you don't need to start a tight end in these leagues. We uh, it's just like the one that you're in with us, um, Tina, where um, it's all it's all flex spots. So you could start like four tight ends if you wanted to, but um, you don't have to start even one tight end. And Tina said, but if you think you can get Marvin Harrison, uh, get him. But I think. Uh, MHS is a clear number one. And <laughs> there we go. Tina said, okay, never mind then. <laughs> Big Ten said, I was hoping to get some uh, some quirky quirk for some Gino, but no bites. No. 
No. I don't think anybody wants Gino right now. Ta Tino said, scratch that. Scratch all that. Just trade up. Get Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> there we go. Cause shit. Well, actually, you have the one. He has the 102. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in these leagues, Caleb's still going to be more valuable. You know, like the top end QB, I still feel is going to be like the number one pick over the top end, like wide receiver. Fake said, my bad, Big Ten said, I felt uh, the trade was solid, but not knowing. Uh, trading G. Willie is hard. He said, I hope uh, you get Malik Nabbers at the 107. Yeah, I need to, uh, I don't know how I would be able to get a first rounder in that league. Um, really don't know, but it would be, uh, <laughs> would be nice, but. Yeah, I won the championship last year, and uh... dang, thought I posted this thing as a reel. Guess I did not. Um, Gandhi said, "Made the deal now. A wide receiver room of CD, Chase, Monra, St. Brown, Olave, Higgins, and Dell. Man, that's insane." One, two, three, four, five, six. Insane. Insane. Tina said, I think uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. to be the clear number one. Uh, said a shit ton of catches. Yeah, it just, I mean, it depends on what style of league. Like in ours, I mean, being a super flex, if you're not super stacked at quarterback, like, I don't know. I think it's going to be hard for people to pass up on Caleb. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I think it's going to be very hard for a lot of people to pass up on Caleb. I don't think I have too many picks where I don't think I have too many picks at all where I would uh where I would even be able to like entertain getting these guys. That's the, that's the tough part. And uh, anybody going to be watching any USFL? Because I might be doing some squares for those. If anybody wants to uh, get in the mix on that. Someone asked me about it. They're like, hey, <laughs> you down to do some UFL squares? <laughs> it's like, Shit, if there's enough interest, why not? Why not? Something I already do anyways. Just got to get enough people like into it. What up, Vanessa? She said, nice shirt. Oh, yeah, it's a classic. Shout out to Vanessa for making it. It was, uh, is it a Father's Day present? Can't remember what it was. It was last year. They got it for some occasion. Um, I think it was Father's Day. Fake said, I'm coming for the chip in the number seven. My team's almost complete. Ooh. Yeah, and uh, let me see. I mean, my team... That that's one of those ones where I've been on the brink for like years. All right. 
Ooh, Derek said in the 18, you have the 103. There we go. There's one of the few. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> I knew it was one of these ones where I had it. And uh, yes, yeah, it's going to be tough, though, like to even like try um, to get. I mean, I'm not no way in hell I'd be getting Marvin Harrison Jr. at the 103. But what would it take to like <laughs> jump from the 103 to the 102? What would it take to jump from the 103 to the 101? Yeah, Big Ten said League 7 is always a hard one for me to trade because it was one of my first uh, Hus leagues, and I blew, <laughs> blew it up being dumb and trade happy, and I have no capital to play with. Ooh. Yeah, see, it's like when you do that, you just got to go into a full rebuild, which I, I did that in uh, in one league, and I turned it, I mean, pretty much almost a complete 180. I was like the number two pick, and then I think, I mean, I know I made it to the playoffs and made it past one game, but then I got whooped in the next one but yeah this i mean the number seven this was the one where i got dak and lamar where i traded up and got like both of them in the first um traded for cmc last year got austin uh, eckler and aaron jones as well um Diggs, terry mclaurin tyler lockett mcbride and joku those were the starters i think that i had for the uh for the championship. Had Gus Edwards carried me for a while. Got Charbonnet over here. Got Jaden Reed as well. But yeah, not a lot of wide receiver. I need more wide receiver help like over here for sure. Let me see. Yeah, because I got no wide receivers in the uh, in the taxi squad. And I got no picks. <laughs> Uh, above the 212 so yeah um we'll see what wide receivers fall to me um uh, or we'll see if i can trade up somehow to get uh to get into the first round we'll see yeah big 10 says i started the rebuild i traded you cmc for uh two firsts and a chain yeah for sure i mean you gotta i mean the full rebuild though is like selling off like a lot of assets like when i say full rebuild i think in that um in that that league i could go check but i swear i made like 12 trades or something like that like it was an insane amount of trades where i was just i was building up for um i was, I was building up those draft picks and all the capital that i could and tino said marvin harrison jr is the best wide receiver prospect since megatron for sure for sure. I don't think anybody's questioning that. I don't think anybody would question that. Because in the video, I mean, shit, when I was doing the wide receiver video, that's what I said. He's the clear-cut number one wide receiver. And as of right now, he's the best wide receiver prospect ever. Best wide receiver prospect ever. And it's crazy when we hear shit like that because... I feel like we hear that kind of stuff like too often, but we, I don't think I've heard that about any wide receiver that came out. as like, this is the best wide receiver prospect since Julio Jones. Cause I think Julio Jones might've been, and I don't, and I don't even know, maybe, maybe Julio wasn't even that. Maybe it was like Megatron who was like the last one that was like the best wide receiver prospect like ever. What up JPZ? Ha! Crispy said you ain't winning shit. Coming for you, Crispy. 
Johnny said the squares don't care who's playing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I got to see when does the UFL, when does it start? May. No. March 30th. So we got a month. Okay. We got a month. Um, let's see. Hopefully it ends up being like a little bit better competition than what it was last year. I know they have a lot of people that are coming back. And it's uh they combined four teams from the USFL and then four teams from the XFL. And yeah, it'll be the same thing. Bakes, you know, like the the six ninety squares or whatever six dollars and ninety cent squares, and keep those same. Uh, keep literally the same everything. Just we're converting it over to the USFL games, and uh, maybe do like one to two of those a week or something. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And Johnny said, finally, I uh, finally start my new job soon here so I can get back to guilt-free gambling. Nice. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Shouldn't be gambling versus, like, you know, anything important. Like, if it's, uh, it should be the fun hobby money. Uh, everybody should have some kind of, uh, you know, should have some kind of fun for, uh, you know, some kind of hobby. So, yeah, gambling is definitely a hobby <laughs> that I like uh, partaking in and helping build the experiences in. And Bake said Malik is more of a complete wide receiver. Marv is a fast, lengthy guy. Might not be NFL weight yet. Nabbers will have a better career, in my opinion, if he, go, um, if he goes, especially if he goes to the Chargers like they're projecting. Nabbers is, I mean, according to all these numbers and everything, because that's all I'm going off of is numbers that these experts are like giving us. Nabbers, better route runner, but also splitting hairs between elite of the elite, like route runners who are coming out in this draft. But they gave Nabbers the uh, the little <coughs> little nod there. Marvin Harrison uh, Jr., he's a little bit faster, right? So I think like that's like where, where he's got uh, the, the leg up is with the speed. Um, but Nabbers, they also had his hands uh, rated a little bit higher as well. Still, you know, we're, we're still talking. Uh, and Nabbers is pronounced neighbors. Okay. <laughs> neighbors. Neighbors. <coughs> Why is it Neighbors. <laughs> But yeah, that's the uh, pretty much everything 
most of the metrics seemed like it was neighbors who had uh who had the clear cut uh, a little bit higher uh-oh derek said fucking vic again how long has it been always make sure that there's at least like a half hour or 45 minutes that go by Let me see. Yeah, tell me again in like 30 minutes, Derek. I just want I want to make sure that he uh I want to make sure that people still have time to do it because like, you know, he he made his pick this morning. I didn't uh, you know, I didn't push anything through. Uh-oh, Big 10 says sent Crispy a trade. Tina said, "Has what wide receivers have been drafted top three? I mean, Megatron. Um, I swear Larry Fitzgerald went four. So, yeah, I can't even say three. Let me see. I'm going to have to Google that. Let me see. There's a list of the highest drafted receivers over the last like couple years i don't even think that's gonna be good oh Keyshawn, Keyshawn johnson forgot about him hold on oh Keyshawn! <laughs> oh Keyshawn! <laughs> let's see um there's been three wide receivers drafted first overall. Uh, Dave Perks in 1964, Irving Fryer in 1984, and Keyshawn Johnson in 1996. Oh, Keyshawn! Those are the highest drafted wide receivers ever. Um, Calvin Johnson uh, was drafted at the 102 in 2007. Charles Rogers was drafted at the 102 in 2003 both both of those picks were by detroit uh by the way um charles rogers was out of michigan state and then lamb jones lamb jones was drafted uh 102 in 1980 and you know it's crazy the jets drafted Keyshawn and lamb jones so two of those top six picks were made by the jets and then two of the top those top six picks were made by the lions. <laughs> okay. Now we've had, we have four. Okay. You know what? This is a fun game. Uh, we got four wide receivers that were drafted at number three overall. One in 2003, one in 2004, one in 2005, and then another one in 1978. But let's guess who were the wide receivers that were drafted at the one Oh three um two of these three guys are household names if you were playing fantasy football in um in the early 2000s all three of these guys will be household names like for you and ah crispy said why would i even consider that trade yeah tino i just um i just said it three wide receivers have gone number one overall Three wide um, went number one overall. That was Keyshawn Johnson, Dave Parks, and Irving Fryer. Tino said, Larry Fitz, that is a ding. I thought he was drafted number four, but he was drafted number three in 2004. 
I don't think anyone's going to get the 1978 guy. Maybe Crispy will. <laughs> but uh, I don't think anybody will get that. But um, I think these other two, I, I think that uh, these other two um, could be uh, could be gotten. And Tino said Julio. Nah, nah, man, Julio. Um, it was 2003, 4, and 5. It was three years in a row that there's a wide receiver drafted at number three. So it's 2003, 2004, 2005. Larry Fitz was a 2004. Um, the other two, they were drafted um, by AFC teams. Pretty sure both played for AFC teams their entire career. Let's see if anyone else, uh, see if anyone can guess. And there's a lot of wide receivers who are drafted at number four. All right. And if there's no more guesses, yeah, Tina said, I don't know. Okay. So one of them was Andre Johnson in 2003, Houston Texans. Um, did he make it to the... Did he make it to the Hall of Fame or is he on the Hall of Fame ballot? I can't remember, but Andre Johnson and then Braylon Edwards. I totally forgot that Braylon Edwards was drafted that high. I remember that he was a first rounder, but I did not remember that he was drafted as the 103 um, overall. So wild, wild there. And then uh, Wes Chandler was the 1978 wide receiver. No idea who that is and uh, yeah tino said oh andre johnson damn yeah and i i guess i forgot that he was even drafted like that early because he played for a minute um he had super consistent and uh drafted 103 out of the u and then the number the guys drafted at number four amari cooper sammy watkins aj green and then a whole bunch of guys who we might not even know michael westbrook peter warwick Desmond Howard, Kenny Jackson, and Ahmad Rashad. Uh, J.D. Hill, Gary Collins, and then the guys drafted at number five overall. Jamar Chase, Corey Davis, <laughs> Justin Blackman, Jerry Butler, Elroy Hirsch. <laughs> Man, you like you look at this list. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I mean, Keyshawn, I mean, he paid off. Calvin Johnson obviously paid off. I don't know who Charles Rogers is, so I'm, that was not a payoff, I don't think. Um, Braylon Edwards, man, he was really good. Like, they were just cursed with really bad QBs. Um, but Larry Fitz and Andre Johnson for sure paid off. Amari Cooper, damn, I don't even know if that paid off uh, for them. Um, Sammy Watkins definitely didn't pay off. AJ Green definitely did pay off. There's a whole bunch of people that I don't know. And then Jamar Chase paid off at the 105. <laughs> Corey Davis, Justin Blackman. I'm just going to say they did not pay off <laughs> for those 105 uh, picks. So, yeah, this is, uh, is going to be uncharted territory. Like, I don't, I don't even know if we... I don't think we ever, because they would be on this list if it happened. I don't think we've ever had two wide receivers get drafted in the top five. I don't think that's ever happened. 
So that might be something like we see that this year. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. going number one and then or, um, in the top five and then uh, neighbors going somewhere in the top five. Like that would be uncharted territory, things that we've never seen in an NFL draft before. So let, let's see if that happens because that's very, very possible. Um, edge rushers and things like that. Like that's what makes it a little bit harder for that to happen. Um, that's usually why, I mean, got to have the team needy wide receivers, but it also has to be an ultra elite, like wide receiver. And I guess Marvin Harrison jr. Neighbors, that's crazy. They, they, I, I think right now they're the highest projected drafted duo of wide receivers are not really a duo. I'm just saying if they're the number one and two drafted wide receivers, um, they're going to be connected like forever because of that. Cause we've never fucking seen it. We've never seen it. Yeah. Tina says crazy Two top five wide receivers. Yeah. Like let's see it. Like uh, hopefully this is the year that we see something like that. Just change it up. And big Ten said who you got as far as QB Stroud or T law uh, right now. Stroud is like his value is higher for sure. His value is higher than T-Law. Um, I think that if I had CJ Stroud and I could get Trevor Lawrence plus, I would probably do that. So I like Stroud, but his value is like, his value is too juicy not to sell. How about that? His value is too juicy, like not to sell. I mean, he's being he's being viewed just insane, insanely, like right now. And uh, second year woes could be a thing. Man, what the fuck? Why is <laughs> Titan sending me some crazy trades? It's like three pieces of crap and a first rounder for Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> and he even said it another one for you to reject. <coughs> yeah. Bake said Stroud over T Law. I don't think there's. Anybody in fantasy football right now that would have T-Law graded higher or uh, rated rated higher than um, T-Law rated higher than Stroud? I just don't. I don't see anybody having that. Like, I don't, I don't see it. <coughs> Tino said, I won a Super Bowl with no Rodgers um, last season. I did, too. I did, too. So I'm excited about the area's. Uh, about the uh, the ones that we're getting uh ones that we're getting going <sighs> big tens uh the first year for a rod might not be bad um uh for a few year rental yeah i mean cuz yeah if he he fucking retires like you know next year or whatever like yeah that would suck but if he's still there for two years and he's aaron Rodgers esque for two years like 
Yeah, it's going to be solid. It's going to be solid. Like, we've seen what it is with these other QBs. Like, why wouldn't it be better with Rodgers? His ass just had to go out there and fucking get hurt. All right. We bullshitted long enough. We do actually, well, I guess the title of the video is Rookie Talk, and we did do a lot of rookie talk. Way more fun to talk about the wide receivers and the quarterbacks this year than the running backs and the tight ends. Like that is this trash, man. Bake said Rogers is going to thrive with G. Willie Lazard's bitch ass. Might actually yeah, it would be a thing this year. I don't think so. And Derek said, "You mean the tight end?" <laughs> Because <laughs> that's all he is. <laughs> all right. Let me get. All right. So the RBs. I think I'm going to go through these. We're going to go through these a little bit faster. Um, I know a lot of things are going to be changing, like with the combine. So we're going to we're going to see how fast I can edit all these things because I'm still not even done with the wide receiver one. I got everything laid out. Just got to chop up the clips, mix in the songs, and. Um, and we're ready to go. Got a few things I need to change still, but we're getting close. Okay. Yep, Derek said Combine starts today, 3 p.m. Linebackers. Yeah, it's the... Uh, let me see. Today, it's the D-linemen and the linebackers. DLs and the LBs. Um, just a reminder for you guys, make sure you go and revisit the, um, go revisit the videos for the DLs and the LBs. And you can see which 10 I told you about. And then uh, we'll be talking about these guys. I mean, probably tomorrow. I'm sure we're going to see some. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have some clips of some guys tomorrow. There we go. Make sure you go check those out. Hit the thumbs up. Leave a comment, guys. It really helps. It really helps us. And uh, wherever you're watching this video right now, hit the thumbs up. Uh, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Appreciate all the engagement. Yep, Derek said 3 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so about an hour and a half from now it kicks off. I'm not going to be watching it. Um, I mean, I, sorry. I'll be watching it kind of like in the background or whatever. And if I hear some guys' names, you know, that we talked about, like the top, top guys, um, then I'll be paying attention to that. I'm going to wait for the condensed version. That's what, that's what we're going to do. We're going to wait for the condensed version, and uh, we'll cover those tomorrow. 
we're going to cover those tomorrow. And uh, let's smoke it up here. Get another yabba dabba do going before we get this going. Big Ten that's why I asked. I was asking so much higher price on Willie Bakes for sure. I mean, I don't think that was a high price. I think you let him get off pretty cheap. Um, but you did get London back, and Bakes adverse uh, should test well. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Let me get get the RBs pulled up here. Get a dab packed. And then we'll get down to biz. And is there any running backs? Um, just any running backs that anybody likes out there. Cause I know this year is supposed to be a super down year as far as like the RBs go. And I'm going to read off the top 10, but you know, we're not going to get into like the stats and like everything on every guy. I'm just going to read out. I mean, not literally just read out like top couple guys, you know, we'll look and see where their projections are going. We'll look at some of the metrics, you know, that they have. Um, one of the running backs. Yeah. See, I mean, everything's happened. That's why I wanted to record all this today. So I can just go mad editing, you know, before try and try and get all these done, um, before Saturday. So that, that's why we're going to do running backs and tight ends, but it's going to be um, a little bit of a quick, like a uh, little bit of a quick session for these guys. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Tino, number six. Number six. And is it Estime, Esteem? How do I How do I even say his last name? Giant said I like uh, Jonathan Brooks and Jalen Wright. Let's see. I mean, those are the guys who are, uh, those are the guys who are number one and two on this list. Bake said London could be like G. Willie this year, moving up five spots <coughs> in the first draft and uh, <coughs> taking a badass tackling machine. <coughs> Felt fair to me, brother. Yeah, that I means super even. That's what I said when, uh, I don't know if you were on here, when, uh, I mean, Big Ton said he made a dumb trade. When I looked at it, I was like, yeah, that's pretty even. That's pretty even. Like, you, you got a downgraded receiver, but, like, not by that much. <coughs> Moved up in the first round, and you got an IDP guy. I think it was very even on uh, both sides because you're still selling um, Garrett Wilson at, I mean, not his ceiling, but, you know, we're just selling at his potential because definitely hasn't been there. Definitely has not translated to anything. S. <coughs> 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 Tim. Okay, so Audric S. Tim. <coughs> hey, but that's what I need, man. 
And uh, Derek said, running back and tight end, uh, singular, not plural. No, <laughs> no S. Yeah. And so that's why it's like the top five. I'll probably read out like their stats and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll go through all the guys stats like it'll just be real quick that we'll be doing their stats. And that's pretty much all we'll like read out like from these guys. Um, we'll look and see what kind of metrics they have on, uh, on them. And we'll see like the reason why I really wanted to like, at least get the metrics down on wax that this, that this site is doing is because when we get the combine numbers, then we can go back and like literally see what these guys said. Um, Cause I know that they're, I mean, these are unofficial times. But they have the times on there. So that's something that I want to see, like how closely this translates to what they what they've been saying and the information they're giving us. All right. I don't think it got too oily in here. All right. Yeah, I got way too oily in there. Luckily, I got my supply of heady swabs. Yeah, they hooked me up at the champ show. And uh, especially with this new Dr. Dabber switch, these have been even more crucial um, than before because it's so much oil that uh, that gets in there after a few dabs. And uh, yeah, it's it's been golden. Okay, here we go. A sip of water. Mark down the time. All right. All right. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crispy said, why would I accept this trade from Big Tons? I see why. Crispy sends off the QB that's higher valued, sends off the pick that's higher valued. <laughs> yeah. Big Tons was fishing on there. Oh, okay. And Tino said, oh, my bad, Huss. I just realized I spelled it uh, wrong. It's S. Timmy, like South Park. Timmy! <laughs> Do we need to get the Timmy drop form? Is he is he that good? Tino, I mean, out of Notre Dame, I don't, I don't know what kind of, uh, I don't know what kind of build or anything, um, but um, all right, but he's a Timmy, Timmy. Okay. All right, all right. Big Ten says sometimes you gotta fish a bit. Said <laughs> a coinier, uh, a coinier is a thing. What? 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 <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, 
And Tina said, yeah, not Timmy. He said, I spelled it wrong again, but exa- uh, but yeah, exactly like South Park. Timmy. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Timmy. And they said a counter is a thing. Well, yeah, but like if you send me a trade like that, I'm just ultimately declining it because it's like it's so far tipped to one end of the spectrum. It's like a counter would be doing you a favor. And I think uh, I, I, I think if I was you, I would just repick. <laughs> okay, he said, yeah, perfect. It's S. Timmy. <laughs> there we go. I'll just say it like that. Timmy. <laughs> I'll go look and uh, I'll, I'll put a note on here. Get the Timmy drop. <clears throat> okay. What up, what up? We're back with more rookie content. We're talking about the top 10 rookie running backs. We're doing this right before the combine, so make sure you come back for some post-combine reactions. Let's just get into the number one running back here. Jonathan Brooks out of Texas. Let's go. 44540 is what they have him listed as here. Can't wait to see how these numbers translate to the combine. Six foot, 202. So I guess a little undersized in the weight, but six foot, not too shabby. He's going to be in the higher end of the running backs there. Projected as a mid-second rounder. Let's see the stats here. 2021, 143 yards, one tug. Very limited work. Uh, 2022, and this is when Bijan's like still there, like right or um, yeah, this is when Bijan's still there. Uh, because 2022, nothing as well. 197 yards, had five tugs though, so I mean that is a huge improvement. And then 2023, when he's the guy, 1139 on 187 attempts, he was killing them out there. Six one on the average, 6.1 yards per carry on average, 10 tugs. Got got in got involved in the pass game as well. 25 receptions, 286 yards, and a touchdown. So 11 total touchdowns. Mid-second round projection for Jonathan Brooks. Jalen Wright. University of Tennessee. 43140 is what they have him listed as. So let, let's see if those wheels translate to the combine. 511, 210. Projected as a third rounder. His stats, a little bit more stats than the previous guy for the first three years. 2021. 85 attempts, 409 yards, four tugs. 2022, 146 attempts, 875 yards, 10 touchdowns. Took a big step back in the touchdowns, 2023. 137 attempts, a lot more yards, 10, 13, 
1,013 on the yard, 7.4 yards per carry average, only four touchdowns though, but got way more involved in the past game. So before 2023, he had eight receptions total in 2023. He had 22 receptions total, 141 yards. So big jump in the receiving game that year and took a big jump in his yards per carry average in his uh, junior years last year. Dex, the only thing you know about Brooks is he's coming off an of ACL tear. Ooh, ugly. Blake Corum is next on the list here out of Michigan. 43840 is what they have him listed as here. 58213. So a little bit shorter, but he's got the he's got the girth. Pause. <laughs> Projected as a third rounder as well. So third and fourth round. I think that's where a majority of at least where these guys are being projected at for the uh I mean the top couple. We'll see. Um best thing about Corum four years under his belt. He got the 2020 year. Didn't do much that year. So just got an extra year of eligibility because he's still considered a junior. 2021, 144 attempts, 952 yards, 11 touchdowns. In 2022, 247 attempts, 1463 for the yardage. That's a five, nine yards per carry average, 18 touchdowns. He also had a touchdown receiving 11 receptions for 80 yards and then used as a workhorse again, 237 attempts in 2023, 1,111 yards, four ones across the board, 25 rushing touchdowns, and then 16 receptions for 117 yards and another touchdown. So touchdown machine in that offense that they had there projected as a third rounder. That's Blake Corum. Bake said Blake Corum over everyone. Blake uh, broke Michigan records. He's the closest to Ken Walker. Great vision, had injuries his junior year. Um, well, his junior year, uh, so was the junior year this last year? Because that was his tech, you know, technical junior year. Unless he's a red shirt. And then I guess that would be last year which he had insane stats. <laughs> All right. How about Bucky Irving out of Oregon? 44640-510-195. Projected as a third rounder as well. Let's check the stats. So 2021 looks like he went to Minnesota and then hit the portal uh, and went to Oregon for 2022 and 2023. 2021 at Minnesota, 133 attempts, 699 for the yards, four touchdowns. First year at Oregon, 156 attempts, 1058 on the yards. That's a 6.8 yards per carry. Five touchdowns. Then in 2023, 186 attempts, 1180. On the yards, 11 total touchdowns. And then his receiving yards, he had 53 receptions, 413 yards, and two tugs in 2023 as well. 
It's going to be really exciting to see where these guys go because that's what makes all the difference in these guys' value is where the hell they end up going. Let's mosey on down the road here to Trey Benson, number five on the list here out of Florida State, 437-40, projected as a third rounder. Let's check the stats. So he went to Oregon in 2021 and got like no playing time. And he hit the portal and then went to Florida state. From there in 2022, 154 attempts, 990 yards, nine touchdowns, 13 receptions, 144 yards, 2023. 156 attempts, 905 yards, 14 touchdowns, 20 receptions, 227 on the yards, and a touchdown as well. So 15 total touchdowns. And not wait to see where these guys go. Tino said Blake also played on the number one team in the nation with the best O-line in the nation for sure. Yeah, I mean, really, that's why it really depends on where these guys go. It really does. Bake said November 19th, 2022, grade two MCL tear in his knee, came back for the next year to break records in 2023 and win the chip. Let's go. Let's go. Tino said all the running backs ADP will change after the combine for sure. He said uh, S. Timmy uh, puts up weight and runs like a four or five. He's going to he's going high. Uh, Blake's really that dude puts up decent numbers. Um, he's the guy. Hell yeah. How since and then I got WWE NXT uh, roadblock coming on Tuesday night and WWE 2K24 video game on Tuesday. Nice. Noble really wants me to get that WWE 2K4. So we're going to we're going to have to figure that out. Might need to get a collections plate going around or something. But yeah, it'd be really fun to get that WWE game in the mix. All right, let's jump into the number six running back here. Pause. Audric Estime out of Notre Dame. Let's see. 448-40-511-227 projected as a fourth rounder. And we've seen recent fourth rounders like Damian Pierce who... They just end up in the right position and they end up being really good for fantasy like year one. So just being a fourth rounder, it's all about the path to playing. That's what it is all about here. And S. Timme, he went to Notre Dame all three years. Year one, not really much action. Year two, 156 attempts, 920 for the yards, 11 touchdowns, nine receptions, 135 yards receiving and a touchdown. 2023, though, kills it. 210 on the attempts, 1341. That's a 6.4 yards per carry average. 18 touchdowns on the ground, and then 17 receptions, 142 yards. So almost doubles the receptions, but, you know, it's not a crazy amount of, like, extra work there. Let's see where S. goes. That's going to be the most fun part is seeing where these guys actually land. Number seven, Marshawn Lloyd out at USC, 445-40-59-217, projected as a fourth rounder. Um, 
really, I I would say very blah on the stats here because it seems like he's he's probably just sharing a bunch of work is what it is. So, I mean, it goes to South Carolina, it looks like, in 21 and 22. And, you know, 228 rushing yards in 21 and 573 and two. Had nine touchdowns, though, in um, 2022. And then goes to USC, 116 attempts, I'm assuming. That's like a bunch of split work. 820 yards, nine touchdowns, 13 receptions, 232 um, for the yardage. So nothing crazy jumping off the chart as far as his stats. Or, far, yeah, as far as his stats go. How about Ray Davis out of Kentucky, 4-5-6-40, projected fourth rounder. His stats, so he's a guy who's been playing since 2019, and in year one, 936 yards, eight tugs. 2020, he played then, but um, only 308 yards and a touchdown. Um, just one, maybe got hurt that year. Um, that's at Temple, so his whole his whole journey to Kentucky started at Temple, and then Van, I'm assuming Vanderbilt, um, 2021, 211 yards and a tug. Um, same thing, Vanderbilt in 2022. I'm assuming Vanderbilt. Let's see. Let me see. Hold on, we're just going to go see this real quick. Yes, okay. Just didn't want to be a moron saying the wrong <laughs> saying the wrong school. And then Vanderbilt in 2022, 232 attempts, 1,042 yards, five touchdowns on the ground, 29 receptions for 169 yards. 69, dudes! Three tugs as well. And then he goes to Kentucky, 199 attempts, 1,129 yards, 14 tugs. Receiving, though, 33 receptions, 323 yards, seven touchdowns there. So 21 total touchdowns. His path to, like, playing and getting up to Kentucky, kind of crazy. Like, someone like this is someone who I'd really be interested in seeing where they land because... He's obviously gone through a lot of adversity, going through multiple schools and going through the portal just to uh, to get to Kentucky. There we go. That's Ray Davis. Number nine, Will Shipley out of Clemson. 4'4", 210, projected as a fourth rounder. Had decent numbers all three years, 2021, 149 attempts, 739 yards, 11 tugs, 2022, 210 attempts, 1182 on the yards, 15 tugs, and then 2023, 167 attempts, 827 yards, and five touchdowns on the ground, and then 31 receptions, 244 yards, and another two touchdowns. That's Will Shipley out of Clemson and then to round out the top 10 we got Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin 44040 
245, also projected as a fourth rounder. Uh, decent numbers. All, all the years at Wisconsin played three years, 186 attempts, year one, 1268 yards, 12 touchdowns, 2022, 230 attempts, 1,242 for the yards, 11 tugs, and then 23, 181 attempts, 984, and then 12 tugs. That's Braylon Allen out of Wisconsin, and that rounds out the top 10. Most of those guys projected as third and fourth rounders, so make sure you come back for the post-combine reactions, and make sure you go check out the other positional videos. I have a whole playlist um, that's right on the YouTube page at FFHustler420. Just go there and check it out, and if you're watching on YouTube, hit that next video. Peace out. All right. And I'm not going to do the tight, even though we kind of did that like quick, still been going at this for almost two hours. So we're going to do um, another dab or two. And then uh, I'm going to get up out of here so I can start working on uh, editing. Tina said, just play the Bauer highlights. <laughs> right. And I guess maybe I could do it. Uh, maybe I could do it right now. Because, uh, yeah, I think we only need to go, like, five, like, tight ends. I don't even think we need to go. Uh... I don't think we need to go that far. Yeah, but we'll just save it for tomorrow. We're going to be live streaming tomorrow anyways. All right. All right, there we go, Derek. Pushed it through. And Derek said we only need one tight end. Okay. Let's dab it up. There we go. There we go. Still got to do that dang wide receiver. All right, Tino. It's Yeah, how, how do we get that? <laughs> yeah. What a crazy ass catch. <laughs> Derek said that tight end. We have Brock Bauer's show. And it's over. And show over. <laughs> Derek said, okay, you guys draft your tight end. Uh, and there's your tight end draft for 2024. Let me see.
All right, now you guys are just making me want to do it right now. <laughs> the top three guy. The top, the third tight end they have from Ohio State. He's also listed as a linebacker and an edge rusher. <laughs> like what? What did he? Did he go both ways at Ohio State? That's funny. <laughs> Johnny said they roll like that in Ohio. <laughs> All right, here we go. Fat dabs for the iron lungs. There we go. All right. Now I'm back to, uh, let me see. I might be able to see it better than this one, but now I'm back to this style of crumble. So good. I mean, it's crazy because it's like, it's so close here in the light. You like can't even see it. It like blings so much, but here you can kind of, you can kind of see it a little bit better. And oh Yeah. We're definitely like now that we got this Dr. Dabber and, you know, there'll be multiple Dr. Dabbers there at the uh, at the 420 crew mansion in August. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of dabs like flowing. <laughs> Derek, you are taking a dab. <laughs> You're definitely taking a dab, Derek. We're just going to make sure you got a lot of water <laughs> as well. Whole lot of water. <laughs> Let's get it. You can do it. <laughs> Derek said, Oh God, we need you to forget. <coughs> I mean, I'm never going to for forget that that happened. <coughs> Never gonna forget that that happened. I thought <coughs> thought there was a fight, or <coughs> thought a TV fell off a wall, or like something, something. <coughs> Bake said the real question is, can we attach a gas mask to it? Nope, but we'll have the gas mask there, and um, I'll load fat bowls for you in the gas mask, and uh, we'll get content out of it. Because last year. <clears throat> Last year I was slacking on the content. I was having so much fun, like just partying with everyone that I did not document shit like as, as closely as I should have. Like I should have had albums and albums like on my phone <coughs> of like shit that was going down. So this year, just be ready. 
because um yeah and don't worry it's not going to be like recording anything bad like it'll only be the good stuff only be the good stuff <laughs> and tino said gas mask dab is insane he said i think that's how you get pink eyes <laughs> what <laughs> oh man that would be uh that would be nuts a gas mask fucking dab that's for sure Yep, Big Ten said my boxing match never happened. Well, and see, and you know what? Remember, he said maybe this year. Well, it was never planned. Well, I guess it. I guess you brought it up like before. Jay Mactown will never go like to that. Like he's not like the people who go to who are gonna go to that are people who are like you know watching in the chat, like the four twenty crew members who are actually like involved with the community. Like he's. He's in the leagues, but, you know, like, you know, if he didn't have to be in the community, like, he wouldn't be. And that's why I'm creating all the um, the $30 and $55 leagues. Because I know there's a bunch of people who don't want to be in the community, but who want to play in the leagues. So that's why um, I'm creating them. But the dopest experiences in the drafts are going to be um, exclusive to the 420 crew drafts. Always have been and always will be. The new dynasties, there's nothing wrong with them, they're, but they're, they're a little bit of a different experience than the, uh, than the Hustler um, 420 crew leagues. Like, you know, we do the draft picks, we do the derby race, um, there's the game within the game. Um, so just a lot, lot more, a lot, lot more stuff. All right, and big tons, now that you're here, as long as you're coming, you're gonna be able to go pick up crispy. Crispy, he uh he he doesn't do airplanes. That's the thing. And uh yeah, we need to get his ass to Vegas somehow. Somehow. You get your ass there, Crispy. Shit. Whoo. Johnny said Crispy's on the no fly list. Big Ton said, man, I was so fucked up night one. Wasn't even funny. I remember Derek checking in on me. Yeah, like, I mean, we just got to remember, like, you know, just because something's in a nice, friendly, gummy form doesn't mean it's not going to completely fuck you up. <laughs> and Big said, what the fuck, Pink Guy said, someone used to say mask uh, for BDSM shit, <laughs> as they do for smoking. <laughs> All bad. <laughs> <coughs> Whoo! All right, Derek made it over to YouTube. Appreciate you, brother. All right, just for that, we're gonna have to smoke another dab. You can do it. Oh, I oh we can and oh we will. <laughs> oh man, the Water Boy, such a classic movie. Such a classic movie. Let's see. All right, I think we could do one more. 
Yeah, Big Ten said, <laughs> yeah, those gummies were awesome. Just had like four more than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll do. That'll do. That's for sure. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got... Uh... Got some more um, THC uh, gummies from the Champ Show. Um, yeah, this one's going to be it's going to be one of those ones that um, going to hit going to hit some of these guys up for sponsors. We also got another Champ Show, I think, um, that goes down in July. So that'll uh, that'll also be a thing and an opportunity to go collect more swag. I got a lot of dope t-shirts that we're going to have for like the VIP bags for peeps coming to the mansion and staying at the mansion. Anyone who stays, um, anyone who stays at the mansion is going to get a VIP bag, whether it's couch surfing or whether you're in a, you know, VIP suite with just you and your peeps. Gonna have a few different levels. Big Ten said, "Can I reserve a <laughs> reserve a room in the gazebo this year?" <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not sure which place we're gonna have exactly just yet. Still waiting for some deposits to like fly in, so or not fly in, but you know, come in so I can, uh, you know, lock down one of these places officially. Definitely want to get a place with a dope hotel, uh, dope pool. I mean, it's all about the pool. <laughs> definitely gonna <coughs> make sure no matter where we are <coughs> that there's <coughs> some kind of dope pool <coughs> there woo oh man <coughs> Bank said the gummies were bomb. <coughs> Got to build up that edibles tolerance for the for the August retreat this year, homie. That's for sure. I mean, you know, big tons. He's pretty, uh, <coughs> pretty. Uh, I would say low tolerance as far as like that goes. I mean, as far as the drinking goes, like I'm sure he'll drink a lot of people like under the table with his big ass, but not the same when it came to all those edibles. Johnny or Savage said, I just ate a whole burrito in under four minutes. I assume that I could do that too. I mean, it depends on how high you are and obviously depends on how big the burrito is. But <laughs> yeah, I know smaller ones. I've done that before too. <laughs> hey, hey, Marco. Good evening from the future. What up, dude? And look, I'm smoking like I'm in the future right now. Like, this thing is so, like, futuristic. It's so fucking futuristic. Like, that's what's so crazy about this shit. This Dr. Dabber shit. I feel like you're really, I'm really smoking like George Jetson, like, right now. Yeah, Big Town said, no, I didn't partake in the drinking because I was <laughs> entirely too fucked up all weekend. Yeah, and seeing that's like... 
kind of like a choice that you got to make, right? Because it's like you can either get super, I mean, not like you can't do both, but, you know, like <laughs> when all worlds collide, you know, it's not always the best. So that's why you didn't catch me. Like I, I didn't drink like at all. Like, I mean, water, like that's what I drunk. But yeah, because I was, I mean, shit between the smoking, the bong loads, doing the dabs and then on saturday we had the redwood people come there and then we had all those fucking hemp blunts and shit and like yeah it was uh it was wild I, it was just a lot of fucking smoking that's why i wasn't taking a lot of videos because i was so fucked up <laughs> i was so fucked up saturday was a day for taking mushrooms as well yeah, Derek said I should have been drinking water. I mean, we live and we learn. We live and we learn. Um, it's crazy because, yeah, it's the, uh, I only drink water. Like, I don't, I don't drink soda, like, anymore, like, nothing like that. So, like, most of the time, if you catch me, I'm just, like, drinking water. Like, and that's it. And so... I know a lot of people aren't like that. And uh, <laughs> when you start hanging out and partying and you're in the desert and you don't drink a lot of water and you get dehydrated, you know, it uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. And uh, Bake said, fuck Bud Light. By the way, we need better beer this year. Thank God for Coronas. Yeah, and seeing I need like... Um, I need people who are coming to the mansion, who are staying at the mansion. I need you guys to tell me what you want. Because, like, Bud Light was told to me and was told by a few people, just get a bunch. And there are so many who are like, I'll drink whatever. But, you know, especially for people who are staying at the mansion, like, whatever you say you want, like, it will be there. You know, like, that's one of the perks of, like, you know, just staying at the mansion is, like it's literally a VIP event like for you. So I will make sure that like, you know, like for you, like whatever you want stocked, it'll be there. It'll be there. Don't make me stock something and then not drink it though. <laughs> I'm sure beer will, uh, will not go to waste either way. And Derek said, I love my soda. Yeah. Like I just, I can't, man. I, I can't anymore. And not that I can't, I like soda, but I feel like I, I drank it so much for like every single meal and like i remember being like 18 and 19 and fucking going and buying two liters at the liquor store because that was more cost effective you know and being at someone's house for a couple hours and just like downing that whole two liter <laughs> like i just i felt like it got to a point where like yeah i'd uh i'm good off drinking soda i don't need it like anymore and if I randomly have it, like, here or there, it better fucking be good. Like, when me and Noble went to the, the Coca-Cola, I, I called it the Coca-Cola world, but it's really the Coca-Cola store. But um, but it literally is a Coca-Cola world. It's, like, two fucking stories of, like, Coca-Cola everything. And, uh, yeah, we did the Cokes Around the World tour. And, man, a lot of those Cokes, like, sucked. Like, I mean, man, it just wouldn't not my my type of flavors and it was always like most of them are like interesting you know type of flavors and it was like very regional and you know most of them were from different countries and but it was uh there's nothing like a good old mexican coca-cola like that's the best 
still the best has been the best will always be the best and i'm sure that those that that exist like you know obviously they got the mexican coke here in uh, america i'm sure they got it in other places as well but um yeah a lot of those cokes that we were trying would be just ones that i would never try ever like unless like <laughs> it was something like that where we paid we paid for something specific. Ah, can't even do this other dab. The fucking battery died. Damn it. Oh, well, guess it's about that time. <laughs> yeah, Derek said, lesson learned. Um, from Philly, don't know Jack about the desert. Yeah, it's way different. And uh, Marco said that calling Bud Light beer should be a felony. Wondering which German brands are available over uh, in the Vegas. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch. I just don't know. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not a beer connoisseur. And, uh, so yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I'll make sure that there's like some amazing, um, you know, weed, amazing dabs, like all types of stuff like that. But as far as, uh, yeah, as far as the beers go, I need people to give me the input. Big 10 said worst I ever had was Tabasco flavored Coke in Louisiana. It was terrible. Yeah. Derek said, no more dabs. Well, that's the end of the show. Yep. <laughs> Time to go. I've uh, been rocking for uh, a little more than two hours now. It was a good show. Good show. Good show this morning. All right. So I'm going to get to editing on those other videos. I'm going to try to get that wide receiver video done. And now we got the running backs. I can start working on editing that. And then, um, then we still got to do the tight ends tomorrow, even though it'll only take like two seconds. And uh, we should have some uh, videos from the combine so we can get some reaction shots um, to the combine videos. And yeah, we'll just, we'll be in more rookie talk as these next couple weeks, um, you know unfold at least the next week and then you know we'll start getting into mock drafts and all types of stuff all right and derek said take your turn crispy <laughs> all right we'll see you guys tomorrow um be on the lookout for the wide receiver video if i can uh, edit that up um by today i'm gonna post it today as well we'll see you guys later peace out defense on me i don't want them to gain another yard you blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans.